BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Hey, hey, welcome in. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard with you live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Coming up today, on uh, the next three hours here on this show, we have Nigel Seeley, Seeley in 45 minutes with uh, some of his U.S. Open tips in tennis and who he likes midweek in soccer. An hour from right now, Michael Lombardi is going to be on the show. We'll talk all things NFL now that the preseason games are over with and uh, we can uh, fast forward to next week when the NFL actually opens. Paulie, it was, uh, of course, very good to have football back. Uh, granted, it was a week zero card. The marquee game, of course, over in Dublin, Ireland, Nebraska, and Northwestern. And uh, to really probably nobody's surprise... Nebraska was involved in yet another close game, right? <laughs> and so when that touched 14 again briefly late last week, that immediately rocketed down, um, and that it, it, it was there for 10 seconds, and it was gone. And it went down to like 11, 12 in that neighborhood, and they lost that game outright. And it's just that's Scott Frost, who he is, and we'll have plenty on the onside kick. But uh, I got to tell you, I think Nebraska's pretty good. Offensively, they have Casey Thompson looked good in the first quarter, the first half. that kind of fell apart for him in the second half. But they have 
you know, at least one really good receiver. They have good backs. They're going to be able to put up a, a lot of yards on folks this year, but it just that's who they are. And what happens with yeah. this guy as a head coach? Doesn't matter. Uh, this is what they wanted. So uh, you, you should have fired them. They didn't. They were sick of Pelini and Solich. Now they're struggling to win six games. There's a difference between uh, aggressive and stupidity. That was stupid with the onside kick. It got worse after the game. He threw the new offensive coaching staff under the bus, which we'll get to. But to be 5-21 and 21 in one-score games, it should be impossible. And this no feel, as you tweeted, horrible decision, up 11. Why would you do that? It's like he's doing it on purpose now and knows, okay, well, the buyout goes, gets cut in half October 1st, and then that'll be the end of me. And that's it's just an asinine decision, what he decided to do. So it's the same song and dance. Fitzgerald is 49 and 30 in one score games. This guy is 5 and 21. You beat him by 50 points last year. Uh-huh. You start off as a two touchdown favorite. The only saving grace was free beer for Nebraska fans. Yeah. So I feel terrible for the fans that they came out and took over Ireland and uh, they had to watch that and other bad coaching performance. And uh, yet they lose again a one score game. Yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous. They, sh- they should have uh, drank the entire country out of uh, Guinness. Yes. Because of that stupid performance. Now, I disagree. I don't think he should have been fired last year. I wanted one more year out of him. But I do think that this now this is just a terrible start. To, look at this snake now. There it of is. Course, look at that. You had to drown their miseries in, oh. the, in that fourth quarter and after that onside <laughs> kick. Yeah. In well, the third, actually. But they, they forced him. They forced him to hire a special teams guy. Correct. And he does that? That's, that was his decision, yes. Come on. Okay. So, now let's think about this for a second here. Um, at that point, right, in the third quarter, to begin... After halftime, they went on a nine-play, 88-yard drive for a touchdown. They went for it on fourth and three. They scored. They then caused a, a turnover. One play and done for Northwestern. The next play, 46 yards, touchdown again for Grant, who, again, I thought looked damn good for Nebraska. It's 28-17 at that point. So their win probability, if they recover the onside kick, certainly is going to skyrocket up a little bit, right? It's going to go to more higher than 90% from what I'm reading. It's a 25% but success rate, that's, though. That's, that, that, that's the point. Yes. yes it's you not, better it's, get that. It's not an advantage play. Right. And you, right. Uh, you say whatever you want about the word momentum. I don't really buy into it. But I will tell you this. At that point of the game, they had taken over. They were in charge. Nebraska was in control of Northwestern, and they had him on the ropes. And it wasn't worth not getting the onside kick. And I'll, I, this is what, how I took advantage of it. I watched Nebraska, uh, Northwestern for two plays after they recovered, and I said, "I got to bet this team to win, win it outright." That I, I, I was stunned. I, I didn't even look at the odds for like two plays because I could not. It took me that long to get over what he just did. And and Northwestern would give credit to the kid on special teams. He saw it coming from a mile away. That, that's another thing. They have a very good coach on the other side. They are fundamentally sound. They're not going to make. It's, I, we maybe we saw something on film. I mean, come on. They're not going to do that to a Northwestern coach team. You're going to get caught with your pants down on that? It was unnecessary. It, it absolutely, it was. Absolutely. At that at that stage. And you saw what happened. So this is now, I mean, he, the, he forget about simmering with the hot seat. That thing is boiling at this point for Scott <laughs> Frost. Uh, and, of course, he had to address the idiocy of the onside kick after the game. You know, in hindsight, uh, didn't work. So anytime something doesn't work, you want it back. Uh, We've been talking to the kids about being aggressive and attacking this thing for weeks, and I think they did that. Um, part of it was we had we had a couple things that we wanted to be aggressive on. We had one earlier that we 
wanted to see if we got the look we wanted, and we we got a look that was really good for it. And uh, I made that call, so that's on me. Um, you know, at the at that point in the game, I thought all the momentum was on our side. I thought if we got it, we could end the game. Um, I actually, I, I I do agree with that part. If they got it, the game is. I mean, again, their win probability is going to go sky high. That's a big, pretty big if. I know, I know, I know. That's exactly right. Yeah. How, how often? I mean, when we here, we'll sound really old right now. When we were growing up, the onside kick was actually a play. Yeah. Right. It was fun. It was exciting. You had a chance to get it if you were the offensive team there. But they, they the way that they flipped it around and changed it a little bit, it's not, it's not a high leverage play to to actually uh, recover the onside attempt. So I hated it, and uh, I did see on Twitter that in three of their last nine games, they had a win probability of 85% or better in the fourth quarter, and they sure. lost. Yeah, there you go. Sounds about right. Right, yeah. The other thing, too, I, I don't want to see this guy uh, ever kick fourth and short, too. Oh, aggressive. Well, you don't want an yeah. onside kick like that, but yeah. then you're going to punt fourth and two or kick field goals fourth and short as yeah. well? And then uh, how about afterwards? I mean, this guy, read the room, your line. Quote, I think we're going to learn as an offensive staff that you have to be a little creative in this league. <laughs> Going after the new coaching staff. Uh-huh. About what? Jesus. Yeah, and, this guy is unbelievable. And, and they had plenty of yards in the game. Yeah, a beautiful drive to start. Of course. What happened the rest of the way, right? No, and they, then this is, this is unbelievable on yeah. Reddit. If he wins his next 50 games, 50 in a row he could win, he'd still have a worse record than Bo Pelini. I, about what this is what you signed up for. This is what you wanted because you you were going ten and three every year. You were winning nine games every year, and it wasn't good enough. And now you're going to be lucky to go six and six again. As we ran down his record and resume on Friday, mm-hmm. so you know it, it's seven and a half million dollar buyout in October. All this the brand new coaching staff and all this. And I, I what was it? The Northwestern offensive line coach afterwards says we only had four vomits. I guess uh, uh, yeah, that was a right. good line too. Uh-huh. About this fifteen to twenty vomits a day stuff. So it, it's this is this is what you wanted. So enjoy it. You have to you have to eat it. And that checks out, yeah, with the Polini numbers. Yeah, he was sixty-seven and twenty-seven. Polini, when he got fired. I I don't even. I, I saw the Think tweet over that. the weekend. I'm just like, that's yeah. What? Come on. Look at their schedule coming up. So, do they catch a break against North Dakota? To be able to win that, you would think. Then they get Georgia, Georgia Southern. Southern. Yes. I mean, I'm guessing the Oklahoma yeah. game is going to be just total fireworks, and they're going to have no stopping, you know, the Sooners in that game. Is there a loss on the right side of the schedule? I mean, a win, a excuse win? me. Purdue, Illinois, Minnesota, Michigan, Wisconsin, oh, Iowa. Look at how difficult that schedule That's gets right. down the stretch. That's right. Purdue's at home against Penn State Thursday. Illinois looked good. I know Wyoming probably is a, a, oh. a bad outfit, but Illinois looked good. So that's you. maybe one win there on the right side from October 15th on. Enjoy. Uh, have fun. Yeah. And again, he on Friday, there was a global shop offering. First Big Ten coach fired. He was minus 120. I haven't seen them repost it yet. You're begging for it when you do stuff like yeah, you, that. You're, you're, you're begging for you're, it. You're desperate. It's, it's not aggressive. That's stupid. Yeah, the, the desperation is reeking. That's right. That is right. It's coming. It's just. It's like glowing off your face when you do something like that. Yep. The other oh, thing. brutal. That, that would not have gone uh, the, the customer's way in the United States if that happened, right? A thousand percent. The internet's down. Great move by the folks over sure. in Dublin. You can't, they can't use credit cards or take oh, cash. Come on, Paul. And then you could get you could get two beers, then you could go back to the end of the line, get two more, and go back to the end of the line, and then everything was the beers were free. Yeah. Great move. They I don't they don't do that here. They just shut everything down. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. It. No, no. Sorry, we're shutting down. Yeah. We we can't take cash or you can't run debit cards. Yeah, learn learn a lesson from our friends over in Dublin. <laughs> Great that's, move. that's how you have some uh, hospitality that's right, right there. That's right. right. 
Uh, also, the so if you want to fast forward from the Saturday morning game, by the way, side note, I was surprised. Big Ten Network, no pregame show over in Dublin? Were they at Illinois because they carried the Illinois game? I, I, Were they you, anywhere? You just didn't they just sign like a zillion dollar contract? You can't you can't go send over five guys and have them on a on a pregame show in Dublin. I, I don't know. Yeah, anyway, uh, the the get out game, so to speak, Hawaii. Oh boy, if you didn't watch this game, let me tell you, folks. <laughs> the I don't think you can plummet their power rating enough. That was vile and disgusting, and that this team, based on one game, they could rival like some of those recent UConn teams that we watched with how bad they were. Vandy did whatever they wanted. Yep. Would they have um, 33% of their passes went for 10-plus yards and 40% of the rushes went for 10-plus yards? 44 carries, 404 yards, 9.2 per clip, and, and five touchdowns? You and I would have had average 11 yards a carry in that game. Yep. Yeah, I can scoop. I averaged six yards a carry in an arena football league game. Documented. Actually happened. You were there. Mouthpiece went in the eighth row. The... Um, Remember, Vandy won two games last year and gave up 35 points per game on defense. Oh, yeah. So this 63-10 to 10 at home? Oh, my that, God. That third quarter, I felt oh, bad for Hawaii. I know. I know. Because, I know. It, it, honestly, it looked like a good NFL team played like a D2 team is what it looked, looked like. Yep. That's how big the mismatch was watching it on TV. Yep. Oh, man. And the other late game, Northern New Mexico State played the wrong quarterback. Well, they had five. five minus five in a turnover battle. Five turnovers. Come on. Uh, two of them. Deep inside, killer, uh, Nevada uh. range. That that absolutely. So that depends on where you bet that number, right? And that was a fiddle in the middle job. Uh huh. Open with, seventeen with, and a half. Got down as low as seven. Yeah. Yep. All right. The first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials over at betrivers.com. A lot of uh, news in the NFL to hit up next, and some pretty impressive moments by rookie quarterbacks. In preseason week number three, are any of them worth a shot, worth a bet for Offensive Rookie of the Year? We will discuss that coming up next here in Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. the sports betting network typically during the soccer season Nigel Seeley joins the program on Thursdays as he did last week today he's going to be on the program early some midweek soccer but also he's not just a soccer expert he also thrives in tennis he's going to be flying to New York tomorrow for the U.S. Open and Nigel kind enough to join us here today from London uh good day mate how are you good morning very well looking forward to the trip tomorrow very cool. It's going to be a I, lot I of fun. Every time, I panic every time I do these trips, though, making sure I've got the right details, the right apps, the right forms, the right... Nowadays, the world's gone crazy. Oh, traveling's no fun anymore. Good. Yeah, it used to be No fun, fun at all. No. Okay, so let's run down the top of the odds board to win the men's side, right, with the outrights. Medvedev is a shorter shot, plus 225 in that neighborhood. Nadal is a 4-1. to one. Then you get to uh, Alcaraz, plus 550. Kyrgios is 9-1, to one, and then it goes down a little bit further than that. Do you want me to keep going, or do you have the guy that you want to bet in the top three or top four? Well, I think, first of all, I think this is the most open 
men's singles tennis tournament in a major we've seen for 25 years, 30 years. I really do. There's obviously no Federer, there's no Djokovic. Nadal has probably passed his best. Well, he has passed his best. So really, really, it's a really open event. Unlike many men's tournaments and the women's tournament as well, you could probably make a case for the top 20 in the betting. Um, I feel that this time around, though, I think you want to be in the bottom half of the draw. I think the top half of the draw is loaded. I think Medvedev's section is quite tough. He's got to play Kyrgios in the last 16. Um, Kyrgios beat him uh, only a few weeks ago as well. So that's a real tricky match. Then you've got that sort of mi- mixture of players that you can you really trust them? Can you really get, see one of them win, you know, win a major? I'm not so sure. The thing in the bottom half of the draw is about Nadal. Nadal uh, retired at Wimbledon uh, against Taylor Fritz. He beat Taylor Fritz and he retired ahead of his semi-final against Nick Kyrgios. And he's only played one game since then, one match since then. He played against a guy called Borna Koric and he got beaten straight sets. So I do not believe for one minute that Nadal's fit. I don't. I think he's playing it because it's the US Open. I don't think it was any other tournament. I don't see he, he will, how he would play. We've seen so many times though Nadal play these tournaments when he's not fit and win them purely from mental belief and, and physicality. But I feel that at 36 years of age, in what is a very, very hot time of year, very hot and humid in New York at the moment, I think it's going to take its toll on Nadal. I just think Nadal is the one to fade in the tournament. Um, and if he does fade, the, the quarter you want to be in is that quarter three, uh, just above him. And I think the, the kid who's going to emerge as the winner this in the next couple of weeks is Carlos Alcaraz. I really think this boy is the next big thing in tennis. Well, he is certainly going to be the next big thing in tennis. The pressure was on him at the French Open. Uh, he was expected to do well. He got beat in the quarterfinals by Zverev, which was a real disappointing tournament for him. And ever since then, he's had this tournament eyed as the one he wants to go for. His form in the American hardcore season hasn't been that great, but I think the conditions will suit. It'll be fast. He'll be able to hit it. And, he, and he's going to be 20 years junior than uh, Nadal, so he should be able to be able to cope with it long uh, matches and in humidity. So I think for, for me, I think Alcaraz is the, is the bet at uh, around about five to one. I've been him at six to one, so I would have it still. He'll be having to take five, but I think Alcaraz is the bet. Is he worth a bet to win the quarter as well or no? He's, he's going to be very low in the quarter. Yeah, I mean, sure. he's, he's, he, I wouldn't bet him in the quarter. Okay. If you're looking for it in the fourth quarter, you want to probably take on the Dow. I think Cam Norrie could probably come through that quarter if you're looking to oppose uh, Rafa. Um, but I think the quarter value probably lies in the women's draw rather than the men's draw. Okay, take us through the women's draw, and you have two plays there, please. Who's going to win it, and uh, one gal to get to the quarters? Well, Iga Svantec is the favorite, and you know, if you went back into the spring, she was winning every single game. She went on a huge unbeaten run uh, in the women's game, winning every tournament. But on the American hardcore service, she hasn't been really that good. She hasn't been impressive. She looks tired to me. She won the French Open, which was her main objective, and it's been a long, 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 hard season for her. So I think the favourite is vulnerable. Again, there's many, many people you can make a case for. But the value, it's a lopsided bracket. The bottom half is very, very uh, much weaker than the top half. The top half is loaded. I think Simona Halep is the girl that you want to bet around about eight or nine to one. She's in the third quarter. I think she's she's, she's won already in um, in Montreal. Uh, the Masters event there. She pulled out of Cincinnati, which you would expect because she's had a, such a tough week of winning. So she was quite exhausted and she wanted to protect herself for New York. So I think Halep's the bet there. And in the fourth quarter, you've got some really good possibilities. On, on Jabeur, who got to the final at Wimbledon, she's injured. So she's, I, don't, I can't see how she can compete to the highest level. And, and in Contevite, the number two seed, well, She's had a terrible year, and she's only number two seed. She's hanging on to that by a thread. She could be outside the top 10. So there's some potential of finding someone in that bottom 
in that fourth quarter that could really go deep. And the girl I like is Kazakina, uh, the the Russian girl, uh, seeded number ten. She just won a tournament in Canada before this, before the mm-hmm. French Open, uh, before the uh, U.S. Open. She's won two tournaments already this year. She's got some good hard court form. She comes in in great form. And I saw seven to one uh, for her to win that fourth quarter. When you think that the favourite is is has got an injuries out, Jabur, and the second favourite Contevi is not good enough, I think you'll get a shock. Um, you get a shock. Um, semi-finalist there, and I think the Kazakina will go deep. Very good. Follow the money. Paulie and Mitch Vieson, the Sports Betting Network, the great Nigel Seeley, our guest, at Seeley underscore Nigel on Twitter. Beautiful call on Leighton Orient. We are finding out the hard way over here. It's tough to get down on League Two matches. Yeah. My God. Yeah. But a beautiful call by you. Midweek Premier League, nothing better. A lot of games, a lot of matches Tuesday and Wednesday. Palace had a 2-0 lead on Man City. And then they, they give it back, but Man City has so much firepower, they won 4-2. Palace plays Brentford Tuesday. What do you think? Well, I think that was – a lot of people might look at that and think to themselves, you know, how can we bet a team that were 2-0 up at halftime and lose 4-2? But you're, you, you, you're against the best team probably in the world football is currently in, in, in Manchester City, and, and Haaland scores a hat-trick. He's probably going to be one of the greatest players ever to grace the Premier League. So you've got to look at the positives on Palace. They should have gone 3-0 up. They had a perfectly good goal that was disallowed. So I feel that Palace here um, will come as confident. The one thing about Palace is they're scoring goals. Mm-hmm. Their best player was Wilfred Sahar. He didn't play against Man City, and they scored, still scored two goals. Um, they scored at least two goals in the last three games. And we know what I like to think about Brentford. I think Brentford are a side that could struggle this season. Uh, their last two matches, at the beginning of the season, they were 2-0 down against Leicester and uh, managed to score two late goals to get an equaliser in an 86 minute to be 2-2. And at the weekend, I know they hit the bar three times against Everton, but Everton were 1-0 up, and Brentford left it late to 86 minutes to, before they before they got the equaliser as well. I think Palace, with a home support behind them under the lights at Selhurst Park, they've got a brilliant home record. They only lost four games last season at home in the Premier League, and two of those were against Chelsea and Liverpool. One thing Palace are very good at is beating teams in or around them in that middle section of the Premier League, and Brentford are in or around them. So... I think Palace will win. I think plus 116 is a big price. I, I th- if you can get that now, take it, because that won't be there come kickoff. The best price in the UK now is about plus 105. So move that. Right. That that will move in your favour. So take plus 116, Palace. Wednesday, how about this now? Bournemouth. You called it Liverpool to win the nil, but my, come on. 9-0, tied a record. Bournemouth at home against Wolverhampton. What do you want to do here? Well, I mean, one thing I did a lot last season was bet Wolves games to be drawing at half time. And I've uh, I've looked at the, the breakdown of Wolves games to be drawing at half time this season already in four matches they've drawn three of them at half time Wolves so three of four have cashed at a half time pick last season they drew 21 matches at half time uh, out of uh, 38 and in the last three seasons they've drawn 44 matches at half time in 80 games wow. so Wolves are always quite slow to come out the traps one thing Wolves don't offer is a very very good attack. They've got a very good defense. And the one thing I've always learned from American sports, when I use sort of American sports and uh, the big NFL handicapper told me years ago, when a team has a real big, heavy wipeout, don't expect the same the following week. And it does prevail in, in, in soccer as well. When teams lose seven or eight nil, they don't necessarily get beat because they work all week in training on the defense. Bournemouth don't score goals. That's the big problem. They've got no goal threat, but they are defensively weak. But I think it will take them a bit of time. They're in front of a home support. You know, they, they expect some kind of performance from that. So I think the first half here could be very tight. 
I like the game, the match to be a draw at half time. I saw Bet Rivers had plus 110 uh, the game to be a draw at half time. If you looked at the, the breakdown of the last 80 matches, it should be around about minus 115 that, that a Wolves game is a draw at half time. And that includes when they play teams like Manchester City, when they're heavy underdogs, when they go to Liverpool, heavy underdogs, when they go to Tottenham, heavy underdogs, when they go to Chelsea. When you take the middle section or the bottom teams in the Premier League, that increases the chance of a draw at half-time. So to get plus money on a Wolves game against a, a poor team in the Premier League is wrong. So I'm going to bet the draw here at half-time only, not full-time. Bournemouth against Wolves at plus 110. I make it around about minus 120. Beautiful breakdown, lad. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter. He is at Sealy underscore Nigel. Uh, enjoy the trip once you get to New York, man. That's going to be really cool to be there for like the entire week. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait. If you, I'll, I'll speak to you from there on Thursday and if you want any tennis picks or something during the week. Okay, bud. Give Sounds us a good. shout and I'll be, at the, I'll be at the venue. Yep, be good. Take care. Yep, there you go. Okay, so some good tennis, good soccer picks there. The League 2 stuff is uh, just... Frustrating. It's so discouraging over here in Las Vegas. Trying to get the $100 bet at 5 in the morning. Won't take $150 <laughs> out of that. Come on, guys. Well, and it's just like... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Why put uh, it up? Why even offer it? Why yeah. even offer it? Up next, Michael Lombardi is going to join the program. Longtime NFL executive, Vison host. Uh, could this once proud organization really be in store for a last place finish? Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Your hometown sportsbook. Your hometown sportsbook. Your hometown. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard with you live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. On Mondays during the football season, we start off this hour uh, every week with the great Michael Lombardi, former longtime NFL executive, VSIN host, his show, The Lombardi Line. You can catch it weekdays at noon Eastern right here on VSIN. Michael, good morning. A uh, lot of panic, uh, shall I say around the New England Patriots and how their preseason looked and still like a lot of questions up in the air uh, regarding this team. I'm, I'm hearing possible last place finish thrown out there <laughs> by some. Are you buying that? Could they be that bad? I mean, are you really going to bet Robert Sala against Bill, Bill Belichick? I mean, seriously, it's amazing. You know, people forget, uh, of course, everybody gives Brady credit for all the wins, but you know, you got the best coach in the conference. And I think Mac Jones is really a good player. I don't think they played well offensively. I think you could see it the other night. They looked, they looked disconnected. It's something they have to fix. But I do think they have the best coach, and I do think he understands what the problems are, and I'm pretty sure he's going to fix it. The one thing I did notice in the game against the Raiders was their defense looked better. I mean, I know it wasn't what they wanted in terms of their front and the physicality, but their defense speed, McMillan on the, at the linebacker, gave them more uh, horizontal play than they had last year, which is going to be critical when they play against Buffalo, a team that they couldn't force to punt in the last two games. So, look, it doesn't look pretty right now. There's no denying it. I think Mac Jones is going to still be a good player, but they're going to have to get that thing going. And when they do, I think it'll be much better. 
Look at Michael up early watching film already. That is awesome. Uh, right behind him. Well, how about the wide receivers, though? And now you don't yeah. have Thornton, and that's a big injury. They were counting on him. Right. And, and But I think they're really content. I mean, Aguilar didn't play to the level they wanted him to last year, but they feel like he's playing much better this year. And Parker's another guy that they like. But look, they're going to get the ball to Hunter Henry inside. And the injury the other night to Ty Montgomery, I think, affects them because they were looking at him as the James White replacement. That being said, I think they're going to have to use Ramondo Stevenson, who Belichick was talking about catching the ball uh, a lot better and being involved in their protection scheme. So I do think that they certainly uh, will, will be able to manipulate their wide receiver core. I think Kendrick Bourne hasn't been to the level he was last year. He played really well for them. They need him to take a giant step up. But I, I think more than anything, you know, people are so focused on the play caller. I think they have to find their identity offensively. When you mm -hmm. watch them on tape, they're trying to run the outside zone. They haven't been very good at that. They're a power physical offensive line, and they're going to run the ball left behind Trent Brown. That's the key. Whenever you have a left tackle, this is really important in football. When you have a left tackle like a Jonathan Ogden in his day, or really when Becton played at the Jets, a left tackle that can run block, it changes the whole tenor of the defense. It makes you have to bring a safety down. Most defensive ends, Chandler Jones, for an example, the Raiders, are light at right end. And so when you have a left tackle that can run block like he can, it becomes it opens up the doors for the uh, offense. That being said, if they continue to try to run this outside zone, it's going to be a problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Big big game week one there. Are, are you buying the Miami hype? I mean, the Miami hype has been going on. I don't think it's hype. I think it's propaganda. <laughs> I mean, they have made they have made a complete uh, important to to try to build Tua up. You know, they have tried to build him up. I mean, the guy has not completed many passes. I think there's a punter in the league that's got more 30-yard completions than Tua does with the ball in the air. But look, I think Miami's an improved team with their skill. Are they better in the offensive line? I don't know that. And I think if you rush Tua the right way, where you rush him inside out, it becomes a problem. He is not going to throw the ball down the field. I don't care how much they talk about it. The throw that we saw the opening game uh, of the against Philadelphia. I mean, that, that Philly had all their backup players. I mean, you could go to the, the game book and see the players that are going to make Philly's team because they didn't play in the game. I'm not that high on Miami to be an elite team. I think they'll be a better team. Will they win nine games? Maybe 10. Is Mike McDaniels a better head coach than Brian Flores? I think you got to answer that question first. Uh, what can you tell us today about Darren Waller, tight end for the Raiders, been banged up, questionable for week one. And I did see a report last night for what it's worth, he bailed on his uh, agent and he was looking for a new one. Uh, do you yeah. think he's going to be ready to go for week one? I think that's been the real issue. I mean, look, Darren Waller's an absolutely fabulous player. and He's one of the top tight ends in the league. And he's watched all these other players, whether it's Devontae Adams, whether it's, you know, Derek Carr, other players, Chandler Jones come into the Raiders and try to get a contract extension, which the Raiders have seemed to have a lot of interest in doing that, right? They do. They have a lot of interest in doing that. And they want to make... Uh, Waller, a very, very uh, secure player within their team, and they're trying. I think there's been a disconnect between the agent, and I think that's why you're seeing that. I fully expect him to be there week one. I think this is a partnership that wants to grow, and when partnerships want to grow, they often do. Okay. Uh, what was your overall impression, and I'm sure you're going to be looking at the film maybe a little bit more this week, but of some of the rookie quarterbacks that got more playing time in the final preseason game, and if you had to make a prediction, we talked about this earlier, uh, I went with I went with Ritter to maybe make the first appearance out of like all these guys. What do you think overall as a group and how they looked? I, I like that, Mitch, because I think you, you, you're banking on Mariota, who's had a hard time staying healthy, staying healthy. 
And I think Ritter, to me, when I watched him in the draft last year at Cincinnati, and we saw a lot of Cincinnati games. I mean, look, they were very good. Ritter had about three plays that you were just like, what happened there? And he had about 50 that you said, this guy's pretty good. You know, and if he can eliminate some of the inaccurate throws, and I think he's improved. I agree with you. I think he's the the guy that they got to see where they go with him. I think when you look at the other ones, Malik Willis is a running back playing quarterback. Let's make no mistake about it. You can wow the plays all you want, but he can't run an offense. There's no way he can come to the line of scrimmage, check the front, check the coverage, get him in the right play, get him in the right run, and then execute all those things. Just not going to happen right now, maybe down the road. That's the thing I don't think people really – put into full force is what goes on at the line of scrimmage that the quarterback has to handle within 25 seconds. And it's voluminous and it's hard and you've got a process. And I think that's the challenge. I, I think Pickett looks like he's got great rhythm. He's got great timing. And for me, I would go with Pickett because I know where I'm going with MVP, Mitch. I know where that's going to end <laughs> up. And I don't think it's going to yeah. be very good. He, you know, I, I think that's going to be the bigger issue. I think Pickett looks like he's got a chance. Now, that Steeler offensive line gives me pauses concern because they're not very good. He played well yesterday. What are you hearing on Mims and where he could wind up? Denzel Mims, look, yep. this has been an ongoing battle between Mims, Ron Slave and his agent, and the front office and the Jets coaching staff. The Jets coaching staff really didn't didn't really embrace Mims when they got there. This is a new staff coming in. I don't know the disconnect between the coaches and Mims. Last year, he was very unhappy. They kind of put him in the doghouse, and all of a sudden now he's come out. You know, look, everybody thinks he'll end up at Carolina because Matt Rule, recruit, Matt Rule had him at Baylor. Perhaps. I mean, Mims is a really good vertical outside receiver with great speed. And you've got to be able to utilize that skill set. And I think the Jets may have seen that in the last game. Salai said they're going to keep six receivers. He's one of their top six. We'll see what Joe Look, Joe Douglas, the general manager, drafted him. I can't imagine Joe Douglas wants to trade him. And what would you actually get for the guy? The guy hasn't been a dominating player in the pro football. You're going to get a late pick anyway. Yeah. So uh, we've talked a lot about the potential for, you know, betting on the worst team in the NFL this year. The Bears, mm-hmm. Texans are throwing around – uh, some other teams maybe as well. And it's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Michael Lombardi is our guest. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but do the Seahawks, are they not going to go to battle this year with the worst quarterback room in the entire league? I mean, Drew Locke, to me, Michael, that was his job to take, and he couldn't do it. So now they got to, you know, Geno Smith's going to have to be their guy. You know, when you get branded in life, you know, it's George Allen used to say, if you get to the, if your car's at the office early once, People think you get there early every day, you know, and, and he's right. I mean, this Drew Locke sensation happened in high school when someone, I don't know who, someone behind the curtain said he's a five-star. And that five-star has carried him all the way through. Oh, Drew Locke's a great talent. He's a great talent. We've never seen it. I, I said this on my show. Patrick and I, we talked about it all. Like, I wouldn't have been able to go on vacation knowing that Drew Locke was going to be one of my guys competing. With that quarterback room, I couldn't have gone on vacation this summer. <laughs> I really believe this, and I've said this on my podcast. I've said it on my show. I think they're waiting for Garoppolo. And I think San Francisco knows fully well that they're waiting for Garoppolo. And that's why San Francisco is playing this game right now. They know there's no trade market for him. Ian Rappaport reported there's nobody trading. John Lynch is saying he's close to making a deal. With who? What team is going to trade for $25 million? Now, let's put this in perspective. Don Yee controls the trade because no one's going to take on that contract unless Don Yee lowers it. Okay. So as much as Lynch thinks he's in control, he's really not. The contract's in control, which puts Don Yee, the agent for Jimmy Garoppolo, in control. I think by week two, when they play the 49ers in Seattle, I think Jimmy Garoppolo will be in a Seattle uniform. Wow. Okay. All right. That's strong. Good answer. Very yep. good. Okay. 
Uh, all right, Michael. Good to talk to you as always. We're almost here, man. We're almost here. I appreciate it. Yeah, look, we're almost there. It's exciting. This is the best time of the year. Everybody in Ocean City goes home. All the people that are here for the summer, so the town becomes normal again, and we get football. I mean, it's a great collision. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's a perfect storm yeah. then for you. All right. Yeah, I, no doubt. I, yeah, have a good weekend. By the way, again, the Lombardi Thanks, line. Yep, weekdays at noon Eastern. Uh, week uh, weekends at 10 Eastern right here on VSIM. By the way, again, here's the betting guide of what it looks like, the VSIM Pro Football Betting Guide. This is the front cover of Josh Allen. I picked up the first like five or six pages. There's 115 pages of it. It's beautiful. looks magnificent. Go to vsim.com slash subscribe and find out how you can actually pick it up for yourself today. That's awesome. The setup. He's watching film. I see that. Great. Uh, that, that, interesting with Garoppolo. There you go. Give it a couple weeks and uh-huh. it'll be in well, Seattle. Mm-hmm. I said earlier... I don't like that idea because I want the team to tank the entire time. But he's clearly an upgrade, and that's not how Carroll's wired. But uh, no, no, I, I know, I, I know, be the appropriate thing to do. Yes, I know. At least Garoppolo yeah. can get the ball to his weapons, right? I mean, he doesn't. Maybe not down the field. Maybe it's not going to be fifty-yard passes. But like last year, just get the ball to Debo, right? Just get the ball to Kittle. Work in Ayuk, and what does Seattle have? They have pretty good wide receivers, and I'm being very conservative by calling them pretty good. Fan can play at tight end. Yeah, the Bear game, they didn't help Geno out with a lot of drops. Yeah, that's right. So he was actually okay in place of Wilson uh, when, when he got hurt. But, yeah, yeah. it's going to be a rude awakening this year. Uh, FTM at vcin.com is the email here. FTM for follow the money at vcin.com. Coming up in about 35 minutes, Nick Bogdanovich from Circus Sports will be in studio. We'll find out how far he lowered Hawaii's power rating after that debacle and some marquee college games with him at that time. Up next, we don't want to overreact to the weekend, but... Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Football season's here, and this is when the money is made. No one knows football like VEASAN. And become a VEASAN subscriber. Get the college and pro guides. Only VEASAN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Profiles on every team. Power ratings. Win total bets. Player awards. Sign up early for a discount at 175 You'll get both guides and full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month and see everything we have to up your betting game vcin.com slash subscribe. All right. Uh, we can have some fun here in this segment uh, based on what we had, what we saw over the weekend. Call it, uh, we don't want to overreact to the weekend, but, uh, Paulie, I certainly don't want to overreact. But this is the last year for Scott Frost in Nebraska. Yay? Nay? Oh, yeah. You on board with that? Oh, yeah. I just, I, to start the year like that already with the onside kick and you have to come back and tell the media that it was your fault and you wish you had it all over again because you wouldn't do it. You're in great position to win the game. A forced onside kick like that. And again, if they get that, but it's not a high leverage opportunity there and you're in total control of the game. You're up 28-17. You're gashing them now on offense. I get it if you get it. Your win probability goes to the roof at that point. But it was already super strong and there was no need to let them... Why? Why do that? It just it made zero sense whatsoever, and uh, boy, the writing's on the wall already. It's too bad. I really wanted to work out for him uh, in Lincoln. I'm shocked by the whole. Just, just 
debacle, unmitigated disaster, because he was undefeated last time we saw him at Central Florida. And he come in, saved the program, one of us, and that that's it's just loyal. That's loyal to a fault, right? They, they have talent. Again, they have yeah. playmakers on the offensive well, side of the ball. Come on, last year's a story. Three and nine, and you outscored your opponents? Yeah. Eight that, losses by one score? Well, part of the reason why is Come because on. of how they blasted Northwestern last right. year. Yeah, right. Five and 21 is record in one-score games at Nebraska. The problem is, he, he's calling out, like, the offense. we got to be more creative. How about you, you shored up on defense, by the way? Hilinski yep. looked like the best player in right. football. I don't want to overreact, but I'll give you another guy who's bye-bye. Mac Brown. What the hell was that Saturday? They got 20 guys out, Florida A&M, and it's a tight game in the fourth quarter at home? Yeah. You're a 40-point favorite? What is that? I agree with Brad Powers. I think they lose at App State. That's well, a tough game. And listen, last year. Would that surprise we, anybody? Well, not. Okay, but still, that's uh, last year with Howell, and you see how well he's done with Washington. They were preseason top 10. They lost seven games with that guy. Yeah. He was the favorite to win in that discussion to be the Heisman guy. And they, they lost right off the bat to Vought Tech yep. and how it worked out. This is it. This has gone downhill in a hurry at North Carolina. That's a joke, and I think App State gets them. All right. On Saturday night, Vanderbilt had a 10-plus plus, uh, yard rush on 40% of their carries, a 20-plus yard rush on 16% of the carries. Their offensive success rate in the third quarter was 88%. I mean, it was really something else to watch this game. Um, I don't want to overreact, but Hawaii has a chance to be one of the worst teams we've had in a long time in college football. I mean, the, the power rating, according to everybody, was that's why that handicap was so fascinating. Some right. people made it like around two. Oh, nine and a half point move. Yeah. Other, yeah, other people made it around 10. And that was, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this, think about this. I'm saying this about a Vanderbilt team. It was men amongst boys on that matchup. Oh, gash it, I'm on the ground. You they, felt good point earlier. You felt bad for him in the third quarter. I felt bad for the program in the third quarter. Yep, because we knew. Listen, six wins last year. They had one. They eleven and one ATS run in openers. Uh, but you had fifty-one new players, new coach. Holy cow! And you watch that game against a two-win Vandy who gave up thirty-five points per game last year. You find me three wins on a. Uh, you can't schedule. do it right now. You can't do it. There's no, no way you can't. And I know people were. I mean, the, the turnover. And by the way, they might be hit a lot based on you know the location. Every single year, with guys are like, I I got island fever. I can't do this anymore. I got to get out of here. They might be looking at this for a long, long time. Where just constant turnover. Whew, man, they it just nothing looked good at all. It on again. I said this earlier. It did. It looked like an, a, a solid NFL team in the third quarter against like a double A team. That's how bad it was. Totally yep. night and day. And it's Vanderbilt we're talking about. Yep. Um, I don't want to overreact, but any playoff team can come out of the American League if Justin's Ver, uh, Justin Verlander's injury is serious. Absolutely. Oh yeah, this is juicy. If something, if, if he's out a significant amount of time. From what I understand, uh, we're going to find out that maybe this morning oh. about the results uh, of the calf. That's not good. Uh, sixty inning, or sixty uh, pitches yesterday thrown through three innings, and he came out because he stepped on the base awkwardly. And he was going to win the American League Cy Young. He was a 450 favorite. It is up for grabs. I would still take Houston, but my God. I mean, Cleveland, the way the Yankees are playing, Uh, can't beat the A's. I mean, this is real. uh, The Blue, what's going on with the Blue Jays? Sure. (laughs) They they sweep the Red Sox, get swept at home by the Angels, and score three runs in the series. That's it. And the Angels came limping in. That's who they are. That's the season in a nutshell for Toronto. They'll look great for three days and then terrible for the next three. I'm glad you brought up Cleveland. 
If something's wrong with Verlander, the Guardians can absolutely come out of the American League. The Yankees can, no question. Oh, that was a hell of a series. Seattle, Seattle should have swept that four-game yep. series. Yep. They were great. And that, that's the next team I was going to say. Sure. The way get Castillo and Ray to start? A one-two like that? Yeah, they can pitch. That was awesome. I don't want to overreact, but the Patriots are going to win six games. This is hideous what's going on. Belichick, after the game, there's a lot of things I need to clean up. You don't have Thornton. You were counting on him. He's out eight weeks. Their first, the Raiders going right down the field against their first team defense. Mac Jones with a horrible interception. That was bad. What has happened here? You're looking, there's no speed on defense. Where are the playmakers? They're all gone. I don't think they're going to stop a lot of people. And I think Miami week one is a great bet. And I don't want to overreact, but I, I, I'm i not a two and on guy, but I, I think they win 10, 11 games. I have that. I, I think McDaniel knows what he's doing with offense. Look at Skylar Thompson. Where did this come from? I know. But I think, I know Michael's right. At times it's propaganda. And Beckham has more 30-yard touchdown passes than Tua in his career. But I think this is going to work offensively. I think they'll win 10, 11 games. Uh, and I, in New England, is this, this is a joke what's gone on here. Mm-hmm. What is the problem between the, the Six Patricia, between the Patricia Judge thing? It's always a tough place to play in September because of the damn humidity. The Patriots never play well there. And you can lay two, two and a half, and a dollar forty, what a fifty on a money line? Yep. Absolutely. Miami swept them last year. And I think Tua can take a, a jump up, a step up this year, uh, in big improvement with the acquisition of Hill and, and the new coach. Okay, now hear me out on this. I don't want to overreact, but Ravens rookie quarterback Anthony Brown was terrific against Washington. Fifteen of nineteen, two hundred and fifty six yards, a touchdown. Couple this with what we know about Justin Herbert now two years into the league, and I will reiterate something that I said last week, and maybe treading lightly with Miami Hurricanes quarterback Tyler Van Dyke would be wise knowing who that coach is now in Miami. I don't want to overreact, but the they absolutely had kid, uh, treated Justin Herbert with kids' gloves yep. um, at Oregon. And you were seeing now he's maybe the best quarterback in the entire league. Anthony Brown was average at best last year for Oregon. And so far this preseason with Baltimore has been absolutely sensational. I'm just saying maybe, just maybe, Crystal Ball is a really good recruiter, but an absolutely terrible head coach. That's possible. Will he be hands off? More Maybe trust the O.C.? Yeah, I, mean, I, well, I, think, I think the OC was the problem too a couple of years at Oregon, especially when it was. Well, Herbert that's fine, but there was Royer, still there's yeah. still time after he left. Yeah, he's been gone for a couple of years now. Yeah, that's good. That's something to keep an eye on. Yep. Just it's something I, I yeah, absolutely that's what I'm gonna do. I'll keep an eye on yep. it. Watch it before I get too nuts right. with uh, t- because people think the Hurricanes are gonna be sensational this year. And he's uh, yeah Heisman talk right. Sure. Yeah. If he comes in there because he was really good last year and uh, doesn't look the same, they just yeah jot that one down. Okay. So. Uh, that would be something else if Verlander is putting the, together this kind of a season and then all of a sudden a random calf injury is the reason why he can't continue. Oh, man, the American League would be so juicy. And it still can be, but the Astros are clearly on paper the best team in that on that side. And uh, take away their best pitcher and, okay. Orioles plus 350 to get the final wild card. Game and a half back. Brutal schedule, but they all do. Uh, Toronto, tough schedule. Take a look at Tampa's schedule in September. I know. 
Well, it's something we've been talking about with Baltimore, wow. though, for weeks now, right? Uh, that was, was not long ago. It was 18, 12 to 1. Now it's yeah. plus 350. And what do you think? I mean, Alcantara had to have that for the Cy Young. Oh, I think it's out. I, I, I like Craig Mish. I think that's an asinine tweet. It's over. It's No, how is it over? He's a 350 favorite. Gonsolin goes today. It's not, Great job. He needed, I agree with you, he needed to have it. Yeah, he was yeah. great, but he just got lit up against the Dodgers last time. There's still five, six starts left. No. Go, it's over. Come on. If Gonsolin go, let, here's what we need from Gonsolin, if you have future tickets on him to win the Cy Young now. Go seven strong tonight. Allow one run. There it is. Strike out like seven. And then it, he'd be 17-1 and one with an ERA of under two. Yes. <laughs> but right? if, he, if he goes five innings tonight, and he, even if he gets the win, five innings, two earned runs, that's kind of a setback for Gonsolin. But Sandy, absolutely, in my because if, if he got rocked again, oh, how juicy well, would that race right. be? That's right. Yes. You know? Right. It was great. So uh, we'll continue talking Major League Baseball up next. Um, short card today and uh, some other numbers that are available right now. Kind of recap what took place this weekend. I, I would say, uh, don't look now, but over the last four starts, this guy is completely under the radar, and he hasn't allowed a run. He's been absolutely fantastic. I'll tell you who that is coming up next. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. 